Yeah, it's the greatest investment we do versus what we do for our children. Amen? Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's open up with a prayer. Father God, we thank you so much this morning that you are in this place, Father. We thank you for your word, Father, that touches our soul and our spirit to the depths of our hearts, Father. We are so blessed to have you in our lives, Father, God, to have the Holy Spirit that leads our hearts. Thank you, Lord. And uh, we just honor your name, Father, and let your word speak to us. Let this word resound deep in our spirit, Father God, that we would uh, walk by faith, Father, and not by sight. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So um, a little bit ago, probably several weeks back, um, I shared uh, uh, my WTF series, so uh, don't get alarmed by that. I know those letters mean something else, but uh, they stand for Why Trust Feelings. And so uh, today I would like to continue that and actually end that. I was considering doing probably into a third section, but I'm thinking I think we can get through it together and it will be great just to review everything, um, what we talked about previously. And it's, what's so nice is that the pastor, that previous month, we ended up going through a series talking about women of faith. Um, and it really nicely blends in with that because these women um, of faith that were going beyond their feelings, you know, they, not what everything else was feeling right. And, you know, especially, you know, when you think of Esther, right, all that pressure and everything and, you know, thinking, wow, out of all the women, you know, who could, he could easily kick out, you know, the, like the king, you know, showed that with his um, other previous queen. Um, and yet again, to have that boldness and faith to come against all your feelings, but just trusting the Lord and having faith in God to go into that. That's, that just amazes me. So, um, so we'd like to continue on that. So why trust feelings? So uh, last time I would like to speak... Um, uh, just to review a little bit. Um, so we are emotional beings, and we are thankful to God, you know, that we have the ability to be happy, um, to smile, and to feel the joys and experience this life. I think that's awesome. And, um, and this hasn't been um, a series about, you know, a denial of how God has created us to be, uh, you know, and it's not to suppress uh, those good feelings and emotions that we experience in life, but um, all of us like to feel good, right? All of us like to feel good, and we like to have, you know, feel good vibes. I understand that, so, because I do, um, uh, but the focus is here is to help us understand that best life is not lived by feelings, that best life is lived by faith in God. Amen? Amen. So, if you want to have the best possible future, don't base your decisions based on your feelings. Uh, previously asked before, I'm like, if feelings was a person, if your feelings was a person, would you trust it? You know, and all of a sudden, a lot of people are like, hmm, I don't know. My feelings vary <laughs> based on minutes sometimes. I mean, um, you know, feelings are not facts. They're feelings. And feelings change based on sometimes how much you slept. You know, as a young parent, you know, <laughs> I think a lot of parents can understand that. And, uh, you know, based on the weather, you know, speaking of Alaskan weather lately, this summer is more like bipolar weather, right? Just boom, boom. Like it's sunny and then it's raining and the next thing you know it's hailing. Next thing you know it's flooding within like hours in Palmer. I mean, I was blown away by it. If anything, it shows magnitude of God, which I'm really thankful to that. But um, everything is great. But the thing is, uh, a lot of times we base 
our feelings just based on our surroundings and everything. So sometimes it's the song that is playing in our car, and uh, it can definitely just take an instant, uh, you know, swing at your emotions, and all of a sudden you're back in those years in high school days, you know, when you had it all, and you're like, yeah, you know, and then there's times a sad song comes up, and you're like, oh, man, I'm going to cry right now. Um, So, you know, uh, so, and a lot of times also based on uh, people that you hang out with. And, you know, that is a huge thing which we're going to talk on, uh, touch on a little bit later. But um, feelings lie to us. You know, feelings deceive us. I mean, I can say that based on a lot of this that I'm sharing is based on my experience with my feelings. I'm, a, I'm an emotional person. I don't mind crying in the middle of a movie. You know, I, I, I fought it off, fought it off, but then it's difficult. I, I realize that if, when I hold emotions, when I don't cry, I get this ball in my throat, and it's hard. And just like three hours later, you're like, man, I still can't get it out. Should have cried. I think the Lord has designed us that way, which is unique, right? It's okay. We're, we're emotional human beings. But the question comes to why? Why trust feelings? And many times I have, where I laid my trust, where I put my trust in my feelings, and I regretted it. I'm like, oh, why? You know, that moment, it felt right. But that's what I'm saying is it felt right, you know. So, but we are people of faith, and that's what we're going to talk about. So if you allow feelings to dictate your life, they will ruin your day, mess up your week, and they could destroy your life. And we've witnessed that, you know, and so many times, if it's not within our family, you could just look around and just see what happens with people that just solely go based on their feelings. So 1 Corinthians 5, 7, we live by faith, not by sight. 1 Corinthians 5, 7. We're going to get it in our minds today. We're going to repeat that again. We live by faith, not by sight. Let's say it together. We live by faith, not by sight. Can we do it together one more time? We live by faith, not by sight. Amen. Today we will talk about uh, the series today is going to be how to change the way you feel. That's great, right? It's a great uh, thing because a lot of times we want to change how we feel, but we don't know how. And that's going to be kind of the, the point today is how to change the way you feel. And I'm going to talk about three main things. So what do you do when feelings are there? You know, what do we do with them? So number one, to change the way you feel, change the way you think. So I've observed this, and um, just feelings and thoughts are so connected. Um, feelings come from thoughts, and thoughts originate in our mind. Let me say that one more time. So feelings come from thoughts, and thoughts originate in our mind. So if you want to change, uh, if I want to change my feelings, I need to change my thoughts. If I wanted more than just a momentary change, but a consistent change, then I need to go back to the mind, which Bible calls renewing of your mind. So that's powerful. Romans 12:2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's incredible. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. I mean, the patterns of this world, you know, are all based on feelings. If we actually um, and analyze that. So hate those who hate you. You know, if you want it, if you were wrong, retaliate. If you were punched, you got to punch back. Um, contrary to people who live by faith and not by sight, what we just quoted, bless those who hate you. Hmm. Pray for those who wronged you and let, you know, let Father do the fighting for you. So God is like, hey, I can do this. I understand your emotions, but I can fight for you. 
But we say, no, 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 I got this. I got this, Lord. You know, it's pretty easy. I don't want to get you involved in this situation. And that's what our feelings tell us oftentimes. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get the Lord Almighty involved in my little situation. But it's not true. So, and we turn the other cheek. So somebody punches you, you as the scripture tells us, turn the other cheek. So it seems crazy, yeah, to the people of this, you know, world. But for people, faith, like us, that is considered normal because we live by faith, not by sight. Uh, so be transformed by renewing of your mind. So we take that action. We say, Lord, you have my mind. You have my thoughts. I surrender to you. We were saying that I surrender. And every time I sing that song now, I'm thinking of this. I'm surrendering, Lord, being transformed by renewing of my mind. Um, so oftentimes, um, I don't like how I'm feeling, you know, disappointment in myself, discouragement. So the inner critic with me, you know, within me, coulda, woulda, shoulda. I'm not praying in tongues. I'm just, you know what I mean? Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Like, coulda done this. Like, you shoulda done that. This and that. And these thoughts bombard us. We talked about it in our first section of this uh, sermon. So, um, but it's so funny how it's like, Vic, you know, in my, I'm just talking about my own thoughts. Vic, you should have done that. You know, it's funny that it never reminds me at that moment. It reminds me later. Like, <laughs> it would have been nice that, you know, like, Vic, hold on a second before you say that. But no, that voice comes in a little bit later, and all of a sudden you're like feeling guilty. Oh, where were you at before? But Vic, should have known, should have remembered, should have done this, should have done that. And so, um, you know, the stats tell us, actually, that uh, people, on average, have between 50 to 70 thoughts a day. And um, that's a lot. And 70% of those thoughts tend to be negative in nature. So that is huge. So that's our human beings. Uh, we are, as human beings, we're born into this world. So we're dealing with that on a regular basis. But that, the advantage for us believers, right, we get to train up, get ready. So... My little shoulda, you know, is only one part of those thoughts that we deal with, you know, on a regular basis. That nagging voice, you know, you're not good enough, you know, you're not smart enough, and you have no skills, and look at all those people that succeed, and what do you do? What did you achieve in life? That, you know, voice in the background. But, so here comes to the key, the key to changing how we feel. So, it's found in 2 Corinthians um, 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Amen. I don't know what you are experiencing in terms of feelings, but, you know, feeling bad, feeling just down, feeling regret, feeling something isn't right. But the, today, if you want to change that, the scripture clearly tells us, bring every thought into captivity and make it obedient to Christ. So here's our outlet. Here's the key, how we can change how we feel. So people who live by faith, this is, might be quotable, I actually thought of this, but people who live by faith, don't feel their way into action, we act our way into a feeling. Yes, let me say that again. People who live by faith don't feel their way into action, we act our way into the feeling. It reminds me of David, a lot of his psalms, right? Oh, soul, why are you so weary? Why are you troubled? Trust in the Lord. 
He's talking to himself. He's acting his way into the feeling. He's not feeling great at that moment, you know. And that's how we are a lot of times. We're feeling not so well, but this is acts of faith. we got to do something about it. If you don't do anything about anything, you won't change the outcome. So God's people are people of faith and action and not people of feelings, not people of emotions, but we're people of faith. Number two, so to change the way you feel, change the way you speak. Um, faith comes from hearing, and hearing comes from the word of God. That's what it says in Romans 10, 17, if you want to note it down. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing comes from the word of God. The more we ground ourselves in the word of God, the more stable and unshakable we are. And so that means when difficult situations arise in our families, things that are just hard to understand, hard to comprehend, we can have peace. It is possible, you know, just like Jesus did. He was on the boat. They were going through a storm. And you're thinking, Jesus, I mean, you're the son of God. I mean, but you are still a human. He must have been preaching so hard that he was so tired. Or was it because he always lived by faith, having that peace? It doesn't matter what situation I'm in. I know that God is holding me into the palm of his hands. Amen? So to change the way we feel, change, um, we got to act our way. We got to change that. And we can do that with what the scripture tells us. So, so your, our mouth, okay, and this is an interesting note, because your, your lips, your mouth is closest to your ears. So uh, watch what you say. Because like I say, yeah, faith comes from hearing. And so what do you say? How do you talk about others? How do you talk about yourself? You know, how do you speak to your children? You know, because they sure listen. I'm just amazed. The other day, Alita runs up and just says, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe she's picking that up. I mean, that's a difficult word. I mean, it wasn't a cursing word. I want to clarify that. But it was just, uh, and I'm like, wow, like she's so little. She's two. And I'm like, wow, she's already picking it up. You know, I mean, there's different parenting tactics I understand, and there's some difficult children. You know, I totally understand that. But the, you, you, hear, you see some approaches, you know, and I'm talking about something perhaps from my culture growing up. And, you know, something like that sounds like, you knucklehead, what do you think you were doing? You know, where are your hands growing from? That's what uh, I was trying to interpret the, the phrase, the popular one that said by parents. They're just, uh, if a kid does something wrong, they just boom. They're forgetting the fact that they're their children. They're coming from them. <laughs> if anything, start blaming yourself first, right? <laughs> Where are we going to approach it? Uh, somebody shared the other time that um, how Jewish parents talk to their children. They're like, Johnny, you're such a wise and smart fella. Now, why would you allow yourself to do that? You know, if you, it's all about the approach, right? You can hit a kid right away and be like, and the kid is like, what happened? I have no clue, but I felt something back in my head. And next thing you know, I'm like, crying. Um, how, what, what's our approach? So how do we speak to people? So that's why to change the way you feel, change the way you speak. Uh, second part is, you know, how do you speak, how do you speak to yourself? Because we are, we are ourselves, the biggest critic of ourselves. Even though we don't talk about it, we naturally tend to defend ourselves. But in your own mind, at least I'm talking about myself, I'm like, oh, why? Why did you do that? Why did you say it that way? Why were you so quick to say that? Man, I'm so stupid. Things like that. You know, man, I'm no mechanic. I don't know how to fix that. Such a loser. I don't say that. Not lately, at least. (laughs) 
Or you can say words of faith, I am wonderfully and fearfully made. Amen? Fearfully doesn't mean scary. I want to point that out, you know. Fearfully made, not good looking. No, God has made you wonderful and fearfully, meaning in God's image. Amen? And where you can say things, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Talking about being grounded in the word of God. To change the way we feel, change the way we speak. And faith comes from hearing, and hearing comes from word of God. So we got to speak. That God gave us the, the advantage, this book, the, the words of power. And when we start speaking that scripture in our lives, it's starting to come alive. And our faith starts to grow. And the more we start to differentiate, like, oh, that's a feeling. I've been here before. I know. I'm not going there. I know what the faith is telling me to do. I know what the Lord and the voice inside my heart is telling me to do. Amen? On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Start singing those kind of things. And it's amazing how what we speak in our lives, how we talk about ourselves, how we talk about others, what kind of power that is and what we can do with that. So the more I speak what God's word says about me, you know, the less I am concerned about what people think of me. The more I'm like, Lord, I know what you think of me. Somehow in the midst of all my screw-ups and everything like that, you say, you are my child. You know, I, I keep thinking of David. I constantly reference to him. I'm like, this guy did this, that, that, you know. And then next thing you know, he took, you know, we talked, we touched a little bit about it. He took somebody else's wife, you know, had him then murdered, sent him on the front line. And here he is, the Lord is like, I love you. I'm just telling you, that's how powerful God is. It's so above our understanding. But the feelings, feelings are always out there to get us. Let me put this on silent. Remember, apologies. I silenced my phone, but it didn't work today. Now it's. <laughs> yeah, I'm, still, I'm still getting new to this. Okay, here we go. I blocked it off. Okay. So they change the way you feel, um, change the way we speak. All right. And uh, we are sons and, uh, and daughters of the living God. Amen. So number three, I think we're going quite fast here. To change the way you feel, change the environment. To change the way you feel, change the environment. Uh, and I want to talk about this example. So um, during Vietnam War, a lot of soldiers became heroin addicts. I mean, just imagine the environment that they are in, you know, and I'm talking about any probably military personnel, but this is an interesting study that they did. So a lot of these soldiers came back, and, you know, the medical world was informed, and so the government was preparing these programs and everything, like, what are we going to do? You know, how, how are we going to be ready for that? I mean, these guys are coming in as heroin addicts. And so... Um, it's, it's interesting because at that point, you know, it was thought to be irreversible. You know, if people are addicted to heroin, there's no coming back. But um, the interesting thing is that when they returned, what astounding, what's astounding is that only 5% of the soldiers who were addicted to heroin relapsed. 5%. And so when they started studying this phenomenon, you know, and they were like, how could that happen? That's just, that's impossible. Um, and the conclusion was environmental change. Environmental change. So the power of environmental change, that's powerful. 
That's why a lot of the faith-based, you know, rehabs, they make sure it's so important. Like if somebody's recovering, you know, drug addict, you know, alcoholic, whatever it is, you know, they say you can't go back to that same environment. You can't go back to that house. You can't be in that same environment. You cannot have those same friends again. It's very important to change your environment. Otherwise, that environment will destroy you. So that's how powerful our environment is. Think about it. And this is, like I said, this is just an obvious statistic. And you were talking about a strong drug, heroin. And then only 5% relapsed. And then, wow, environmental change. That's why it's so important to be surrounded by people of faith. Amen? That's why it's so important to come to church. Because you're in this environment. You get uplifted. You get encouraged. Um, and it just it makes a huge difference in our life. Amen? So what, what or who do you surround yourself with? You know, what kind of music do you listen to? You know, I, <laughs> I keep tending to come back maybe because... She was the singer of my days. And there's nothing wrong with listening to other music. But sometimes, like we talked about, music can impact you in a negative way. You know, I would listen to Mariah Carey all the time back in the day. And I would just, one last breath, you know. And I just kept repeating the lyrics. And I'm thinking, what, what am I doing? Like, if you actually start listening to the lyrics and you're like, these, are not, these songs don't build your faith up. <laughs> they kind of like... Just like all of a sudden you like just find a reason to cry and just like I, I need to let go of something and I can't see it, but I feel it. It's crazy what these emotions do to you. These feelings are constantly bombarding us. Or, you know, do you worship like, yes, I can move the mountains. I can do all things through Christ. So what are you putting in your soul, faith or feelings? And, uh, and the big one is who do you hang out with? It's such an important thing. Because um, do these people uplift you or do they put you down? You know, and the, a lot of times these people, um, they speak about others. And uh, they're like, oh, do you know this person? Can you believe Vic? And I'm going to talk about myself a little bit. <laughs> they, they, they just, they'll find a reason to say something about someone. And that's all they do. And it's. It feels like that's their fuel, and they're driven by that. And then there's nothing to talk about. It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess we can talk about what's happening on TV or shows or whatever. The thing is, that it's got to have constantly talking about someone. Just be careful around those people because, you know, those people more likely are talking about you the same way when you're not there, you know. And they're everybody's friend. It can happen. Um, but the older I get, the pickier I become when it comes to friendship. And I realize that holds a huge value in my life. And, um, yeah, I mean, because have you ever been in the environment, you know, where uh, you hang out with a few people and you just get so heavy, you know, not from quality food that you ate. I'm not talking about that heavy, you know. <laughs> that heavy is good heavy. <laughs> it's soul food. Um, but just you feeling drained, you know. You feel so heavy, which is nonsense. You're just like, ugh. Man, I don't like how I'm feeling right now. You just, and you know, it, 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 when you're around these people, you know, they, uh, they just talk trash about their wife, their kids, or find their in-laws, and uh, their siblings, you know, how crappy the weather is, and, uh, you know, how their job is just ridiculous, and it's crappy, and, it, you know, and how wonderful of an employee they are. You know, it's, it's incredible, Yeah. But everyone around them just sucks. You know, that's, that's the reality. And I'm, and I'm, like, always baffled by that. And, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm such an asset to the company. 
you know, there's more of the three letters in the beginning of that word than what they are sometimes. But, um, and I'm sorry about that. It just, it really does set an emotion. And we're talking about that, you know, when people just drain you. It's just with negativity. And it's our president. Not my president. He sucks. Everybody sucks. Everybody. And it's just so heavy. And then later on, you're just like, you're sitting there. You can't recover. Nothing is helping you out. You, you, you go and have some munchies and you're still feeling heavy. But then there's people that you sit around with, you fellowship with them, and after that you just feel so uplifted, encouraged. And you're just like, man, I want to live life to my fullest. I can conquer anything. I'm so fortunate that I have these kind of people in my life. And I'm like, Lord, I want to be around these people all the time. It's so amazing, and it's so important. The environmental change, the people that, are, that you're surrounding yourself with, how much of an impact they make in your life. And it's, 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 a lot of times it's not in our control because we are in this environment, for example, called a job. <laughs> we have to, you have to make a living, but you will be surrounded by these people. But don't forget that you're a person, a man or woman of faith. And that you don't need to get yourself so low to try to reach out to somebody. You can still stand on firm ground and show your resilience, show God's love to them, but you don't need to partake, you know, in their talks. And then they're like, mm, employer said this. Well, you know what, guess what? Well, I have a job. I'm so thankful because I have a job that I can go to. And I'm very thankful for that. And I have, that gives me from point A to point B, gives me money to put food on the table for my family. So, and I think the main idea here is that after we live, leave this place and wherever the environment we are at, whether it's at work or just in public places or we're in, among acquaintances or certain friends, just observe that. And you'll be impressed how much you're like, huh, wait a minute. You start to analyze and you start to differentiate things of the, spiritual things and non-spiritual, things that are actually um, encourage you or things that will just drain you. So be alert of that. And that is a huge thing when it comes to environmental change. That's why, you know, being, uh, like I said, you know, among people of faith, you know, coming, you know, being in the presence of God, being in the presence of worship, you know, every weekend is so important to God's people. Never underestimate what one weekend can do for you in a church and it's incredible how that can impact how you're feeling for the rest of the week. And that's why I'm so thankful for the body of Christ. I'm so thankful that I get to come here. We get to re-energize and say, Lord, you are part of my life. And I'm so amazed that how powerful you are. And wherever I go, you go with me. We're walking. We're people of faith. We're people not of feelings, not of emotions. We don't base on, you know, things how we feel. But we base things on faith. No, it's not just like, oh, today I feel like loving my wife. Oh, I love you and everything like that. And then next thing you know, you disagree with someone. Oh, today I don't feel like loving you. You know, it, <laughs> no. And it's, and I touched on that in the previous sermon. Um, you know, if, if kids, you know, only, only felt like going to school whenever they felt like going to school, they probably would only go three days <laughs> at the most, you know. Maybe 10 days if they fell in love with some girl, you know, I don't know, or maybe every day. So um, our feelings, our constant warfare, you know, it starts with our devil's clever. He knows that we are human, and so he uses every little tactic within our bodies to impact our emotions, to impact how we feel and what we say and things like that. So 
uh, let's be alert of that because we're people of faith and not by sight. We're people of faith and not of feelings. Amen? And we all know that all things work good. Uh, all things God, uh, God works for good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. That's my favorite scripture, and I just felt like ending with that. So, and, uh, and we know that in all things, God works for good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. We are called according to his purpose. We are people of faith. And God Almighty is behind us. God Almighty is with us. And so let's be alert of everything. Again, change our environment. Change the way we speak. How we talk to others. How we talk to ourselves. What we say to ourselves. How we uplift others. Or how, how do we talk to ourselves. And, and change the way we think. Remember, it starts with thoughts. It starts really lightly, but then it like changes everything. You allow one thought, it leads to another one. Oh, yeah. And then, like, if ever, have you ever thought of something like uh, where somehow you see somebody from distance and you're like, man, this person hurt me five years ago. And you see him at the store and you're like, you, f you get this, uh, like, a shot of an adrenaline in your heart. Like, it, like your heart just goes, Psh. <gasps> like, you, you, I mean, I, I've, I'm talking about myself, so I don't know about you. You know, I... <laughs> You're like, oh, walking this way, oh, Lord Jesus, I'm not going to cross path. No. I start, when I, last time I did that, I realized, I'm like, something's not right. I can make a difference because I'm a person of faith. I got nothing to be ashamed. If I didn't do anything wrong, I'm going to continue loving them. Remember, we talked that a little bit earlier, where people have faith, not have feelings. So if somebody punches you, you're supposed to punch, you know, punch back? No. Set other cheek and say, hey, no problem. You can take another swing at me. That's why the scripture says we do good if we actually do good to those who hurt you. It's like putting hot coals on their head. I mean, if your idea is just to hurt them with, with kindness, you know, I mean, good luck. That's great, and it's going to work. <laughs> but I guarantee you, as you're doing that, as you're acting upon what the scripture is telling you, you will experience great results. Because... Scripture, when we're grounded in the Word of God, the more we speak Scripture over our lives, the better the impact, the better the results. Then you're walking with faith and confidence, holding your head held high. I know that I'm like, hey, I, I, made, I attempted to make peace with everyone, I, and I'm okay with that, you know. But if I know that there's certain things I didn't resolve, and I keep sweeping it under a rug and hoping that somehow it will vanish, it won't. It will be like this. It'll literally will be 10 years, 10 years will pass, and you will see that person, and it will just hit you so hard. If you're right before the Lord, do not be afraid. Walk in confidence. Walk in love. Don't retaliate. In return, love back. And that's what happens. That's when the transformations happen in lives. That's what, when relationships change a lot of times. And it's these people are like uh, that you've heard or people that hurt you, they'll, they'll feel uncomfortable. They'll be the ones maybe avoiding you. And I remember just even years, years back, um, you know, when I was in elementary school, this kid was just very mean to me, you know. He, he always called me stupid little Russian for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, and uh, But then later on, and I just, I was like, man, I'm going to, 
I, I mean, I cried. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, man, I don't understand that. I'm not excited to go to school. I don't want to go to school because of that. It's just, it hurt me so bad. And I'm like, and I, I, I told mom about it. And I'm like, man, mom, I, I don't, you know. The reality is that's why I don't want to go to school. It's only because of this kid. And every time he sees me, he says things to me. And my mom was like, well, start doing nice things to him. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. So, like, I, you know, we didn't have much, but I remember just, you know, bringing an apple or if they have an extra food, and I would just, like, we're in the classroom, and I'm like, go, and I'll set it on his desk for you. First time, what he did, he tossed that, you know. And I'm like, man, well, that, that didn't go so well. You know, and <laughs> deep inside, I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to do anything good for this kid. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> you know, that's what my feelings were telling me to do. But I kept hearing my mom's voice, which was, you know, a voice of faith. And, uh, and I'm like, man, well, I'm going to do it again. And so next time, I ended up, um, I had, like, extra Legos and stuff like that. And um, it was still, like, the fifth grade, and I brought it. <laughs> brought it, set it down. This time he didn't toss it, and he, he's like, he looks at me, he's like, thanks. I'm like, all right. So later on, the year passed, and we were already in middle school. We're still in middle school. And, uh, you know, I don't know what it was. One time we were in U.S. history class, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty much, I, I was still timid at that time, very shy. But I shared about my experience, how thankful I am to be in this country and, like, how, how you know, where I came from is, it's not that great. And that really just opened up his eyes for some reason. He's like, hey, he's not a stupid Russian kid. <laughs> he's all right. <laughs> I don't know what, but the fact is, he, from there on out, was so nice. He never officially apologized, but he was so kind to me. You know, um, the greatest thing I remember when he was done for me, it was like, you know, in high, in, in the high school, in middle school, you, you go to the lunch line, and you stand in line, and he would, uh, <laughs> he let me cut, like, all the way up in the front. <laughs> I thought that was the greatest thing. I, I was sure that was his apology. I was like, okay, all right, fine. You know, I'm, I'm like, thanks. And I stood there, you know, like, how you doing? <laughs> Didn't talk much, but I remember, that's like words of faith. That's words of wisdom. So the people that I surround myself with, I mean, the people that I took advice from were not people that are telling me, oh, whatever, just punch him. I know I could have probably physically, you know, countered him. He was same body weight, so I probably could have handled it. But I was like, you know what, I don't know what it would have resulted in. It was probably suspension from school, and I, I, I wouldn't want that. So, but I'm thinking of my mom, woman of faith. We talked about woman of faith, people that you surround yourself with. And that voice, and I'm like, Mom, thank you so much. And it's so amazing what we put, you know, who we surround ourselves with, what we put in our ears, who, what we listen to, how huge of an impact that makes in our life. Amen? But we have the right, the Lord has given us the keys, you know. We take captive every thought. Amen? And we make it obedient to Christ. Amen. Let's stand and uh, let's have some prayer. And if, if there's anything in your heart, I just want to have some time for prayer. Uh, that we could just sur surrender to the Lord. And um, sometimes it's okay to be in the quiet, you know, in silence and stuff like that. But the Spirit of God works in so many powerful ways. And, and it works through Scripture. And I hopefully, I truly believe that we can take something out of here. That we walk out. We know what we can do. We know how we can change the feelings that we're experiencing because we're people of faith, amen?
We walk by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. Lord, it's so amazing what your word does in our lives, Father. The more we ground ourselves in you, Lord, the more we're able to take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Lord, we surrender our hearts to you, Father. We don't want anything to hold us back from living a complete life, Father God, to live in joy, to live just in happiness, Father God. We understand that there's going to be difficulties and struggles and losses in our lives, Father, but we are people of faith and not of the emotions, Father. We believe that you will always carry us through because that's what your word says, Father. We put our trust in you. We put our trust only in you, Father, and then not into our feelings. Hallelujah, Father. Thank you, Lord. And help us just to observe, Father. Surround, uh, surround us with your presence, Lord, and that we would be able to differ differentiate, Father, when we see an unhealthy environment, Father, or what we can do. And perhaps we need to leave that environment. Lord, it, we, your Holy Spirit is so amazing. It guides us through every step in our life that we would be obedient to your Spirit, Lord, and we be able to be people of faith. who live by faith and don't feel but we act upon our faith Father thank you Jesus and I believe you're speaking to our hearts right now Lord hallelujah Jesus hallelujah hallelujah people who live by faith don't feel their way into the action we act our way into the feeling amen Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you need prayer, please, this would be the time that we could pray. You know, we have a few minutes. We're going to end it with a song, but let's take time. If you need prayer, don't hold back. You know, we're here for one another. That's the main idea. We come into this environment, the presence of God, and it can change everything. It's just one simple prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Good word. Good word. Faith. You know, I'm sure when Vic was sharing, every one of us could come up with something that's happened in our